Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now Sunrise at 5. The search continues at this hour for the driver in a hidden rut who killed a high school student. The heartbreaking plea from the victim's mother. The suspected spy balloon from China was initially aiming to float over Hawaii. New details on its original path and what took it off course. Ellie Malay McFarland talks about the fight of her life, and we are not talking about when she's inside the ring. An exclusive interview with the MMA star after the arrest of her former basketball coach who's been accused of sexual misconduct. And we have declared a first alert weather day for Hawaii Island as severe weather develops. So we want to get it right to Billy V and Lacey. Good morning to you guys. So far traffic's pretty calm, but I know weather's really ramping up. It, it is, and so we're watching it carefully, and we have been over the last couple of days. So Hawaii Island, 2 o'clock this afternoon, you'll start to see those showers come up. And we're, of course, experiencing Kona winds statewide pretty much. It's drying up moisture. That's because of the Kona low that's uh, just parked itself uh, over on the western side of Kauai. We'll talk more about that coming up in a little bit. But either way, this is going to bring up some deep tropical moisture uh, from the south. Hawaii Island and Maui County. So Maui County first, uh, you are expecting up to 6 to 12 inches of rain in the next uh, 36 hours, uh, up to 18 inches of rain for Hawaii Island. That's revised. Those numbers are revised upward from yesterday when we told you just 12 inches of rain for Hawaii Island. Kauai and Oahu, periods of heavy rain uh, Friday into Saturday, 1 to 5 inches of rain. So that's a lot of moisture that's swirling around our islands. Let's concentrate on today just for now and we can show you what we've got. Uh, we've got cloudy skies, of course, as we're getting up this morning by 9 a.m. Cloudy conditions continue. Isolated thunderstorms are possible. That pop-up afternoon showers are also possible. And by the time we get to the evening hours, you notice we go from southerly winds to easterly winds. Daytime high near 77 degrees. Let's get traffic right now. Lacey. And first alert traffic is looking all green this morning, Billy V. No first alerts to put out there just yet. We got a really good pace as you head toward downtown Honolulu this morning. In fact, let's take you out toward the west. I drive through Nanakuli along Farrington, smooth sailing as you get in toward Honokai Hale and then wide open onto the H1 freeway past Makakilo and on toward the H1H2 merge. So things are looking good on the major thoroughfares. You take a look at our uh, uh, traffic here in Waikele. It's moving smoothly on the H1 freeway. Also, first vehicles getting into that zipper lane. I'll have a look at your updated drive times coming up next. For now, Stephen Grace, back over to you. All right, thanks, Lacey. Happening now, the search continues for the hit-and-run driver who crashed into two teenagers who are, who are walking to school, killing one of them. She's been identified as Sarah Yara, a McKinley High School student who was just 16 years old. You're going to hear from her grieving mother in just a moment, but first, here's what happened. Police say around 6.40 yesterday morning, Yara was, and the other student were crossing Kapilani Boulevard by Kamake'e Street in a marked crosswalk when they were hit by a silver Toyota Tacoma. The driver did not stop to help and fled down Kapiolani. HPD found the truck later in an empty parking lot in the ward area, and police believe speed was a factor in this. Tragically, we lost a young, uh, young life in a pedestrian, and sometimes it just doesn't make sense. If anyone has any information on this collision, we urge them to please get in touch with our traffic division and the number is 808-723-3413.
Here's more about the victim, Sarah Yara. Her family tells us she was a junior at McKinley High School and that she excelled in math and was active in church. We spoke to her mother last night. Sarah, she was kind and loving. She always thought about others before herself. Every friend she had, she'd always want to celebrate their birthday and get them something special. I want her to be remembered by the big heart that she has and the loving person that she was. And no matter how mean other people were to her, she still had compassion and love for them. We need closure for my daughter. We need, we need justice for my daughter. She didn't deserve to die. Police have not identified the driver yet. A GoFundMe page for Sarah's family has already raised $12,000. We have a link on our site if you want to help. As for the other student hurt in that crash, we're told she is in good condition at this point. As soon as we know more about the suspect or, or anything else, we'll update you right here on Sunrise. New this morning, the Chinese spy balloon shot down by a U.S. fighter jet over the Atlantic Ocean had an original trajectory that would have flown it over Hawaii and Guam. That's according to Reuters, citing an anonymous U.S. official. The New York Times has a similar report this morning. It says that senior U.S. officials increasingly believe that the balloon was, quote, originally supposed to conduct surveillance over U.S. military bases in Guam and Hawaii, but winds carried it off course to Alaska, Canada, and finally the U.S. mainland. That balloon was ultimately shot down off the Carolina coast on February 4th. China still claims that it was a civilian weather research balloon. Since this balloon scandal, the U.S. has shot down three unidentified aerial objects. President Biden is expected to publicly talk about all these incidents as early as today. We'll let you know when that is confirmed. Now to an exclusive interview with MMA fighter Elima Leigh McFarlane. Got to sit down with her yesterday. This comes just days after the arrest of Dwayne Ewan, her former basketball coach at Punahou. He's accused of possessing child pornography. Elima Leigh McFarlane had filed a lawsuit against Ewan and Punahou alleging sexual misconduct. She says that she feels vindicated that he is now behind bars. Finally seeing him handcuffed, you know, being escorted out by the agents was such a huge relief and it was just, um, yeah, I cried, I yelled, I, you know, maniacally laughing too. It was just a whole flood of emotions and I think from, from just years, nearly two decades of, of this. McFarland says she does not blame anyone who did not believe her because she says Ewan is a master manipulator. He was coaching youth basketball as recently as last year despite the allegations. McFarland also says she now realizes this ordeal drove her to become an MMA fighter. After doing a lot of internal work and, like I said, therapy, I realized that, yeah, I was kind of fighting the patriarchy, honestly. I was fighting the patriarchy. I was fighting this coach that affected me as a 12-year-old child. I, um, and I just, yeah, I wanted to fight back. I got into fighting, and then, and then I started working with communities that were at risk. McFarland encourages other victims to come forward, and more importantly, she says she'll be there to fight alongside them. 
At 507, we're halfway through February with visitor traffic falling 4% short of pre-pandemic levels. Howard has some new data for us. Yes, I do. That 4% uh, works out to 15,000 visitors we're not getting, but it's better or worse depending on which visitors your hotel or restaurant or fishing charter caters to. International is down 60%, led by Japan down 77%. Domestic is up, but less to some islands than others now. So far this month, mainland arrivals are up 24% to Oahu, up 13% to Kona, but up only 8% to Maui and up 7% to Kauai. State senators today plan a committee vote on a bill to clear the way for high-rises even closer to the ocean in Kaka'ako. The Office of Hawaiian Affairs owns land on both sides of the entrance to Kewalo Basin, plus more land nearby, all of it on the Makai side of Alamoana Boulevard. A 17-year-old ban on residential development there covers the Oha land. Today at 1, there is a Senate committee vote on a bill to lift the ban, though any specific project would still require a full environmental impact study. On Wall Street this morning, the Dow is down 380 points or so. And tomorrow, Howard? It's going to be Friday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So are we. All right, yeah. thanks, Howard. The wait for cookie connoisseurs, that's finally approaching an end. The Girl Scouts of Hawaii will soon begin delivering their cookies oh, to the hungry masses. Troop leaders are starting to receive boxes of the treats, and pre-orders will start going out tomorrow. Cookie booths are also being planned to open every weekend through the end of March. They're going to be everywhere. Find yours at gshawaii.org. And in addition to fulfilling our sweet tooth, the Girl Scout Cookie Program is touted for teaching local scouts business and people skills, money management, as well as goal setting. Oh, we'll find ours. <laughs> we will. Hey, reminder, Sunrise is now on the weekends. Tune in every Saturday and Sunday from 7 to 9 a.m. on K5 and our digital platforms. Our Billy V and Annalisa Burgos will be keeping a very close eye on the severe weather ahead. Again, that is Saturday and Sunday from 7 to 9 on K5 and on our Hawaii News Now digital platforms. All right, one state is recruiting a specific group of people to watch out for illegal activity like human trafficking or drug dealing. We're talking about truckers, why their help could be key in helping law enforcement and ultimately saving lives. And some disturbing data for us here in Hawaii two particular health issues prove more deadly for us than other residents in other states. It's coming up next. Hello, Billy. Hey, Steve. Uh, we've got a Kona low nearby. Why is it dumping a bunch of rain on Hawaii Island and Maui? We'll talk about that coming up next. Spotlight Now brings you in-depth interviews with newsmakers around the state on key issues facing our community. Spotlight Now, Tuesdays at 1 and 7 on K5. Sponsored by the Hawaii Executive Collaborative. Five twelve, twelve minutes after 5 o'clock on a Thursday. Let's talk about your first alert weather day and actually days, Thursday and Friday for Hawaii Island and Maui. That's because of the weather that's coming up around us. So let's take a look real quickly here. Thursday, you've got rain uh, on Hawaii Island. That's going to start to drift over towards the west. So that's also going to affect Maui. So Thursday and Friday those days. As we get into Saturday and Sunday, it seems that the weather tends to lift a little bit, but not by a whole lot. There's still a mess of moisture all the way around 
around. So that's going to be enough moisture to last us all the way through till midweek. Let's go ahead and take a look real quickly and show you as we get to this Kona low being on the western side of Kauai. Why is Big Island and Maui getting all this rain? That's because all of it is being pulled up. All this moisture is being pulled up by the south. And you can see these arrows here. It's kind of like a conveyor belt. And somebody's put like buckets of rain. And so it just keeps on going towards Hawaii Island, towards that side, that lower southeast portion. So let's put this into motion. You can see the rain that's approaching. So starting at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday, and then it just continues. Look at that. That's Friday, 8 a.m., Friday, 5 p.m. Now that's affecting Maui and Molokai, and that rain just keeps on dumping in that general direction. Look at that. Saturday morning, and that rain is still aiming towards that coastal direction. You've got Mauna Loa just it's all up against the island there. We'll talk more about this, but that's the reasons why Maui and Hawaii Island is going to get a lot of that rain. Let's go ahead and get you over to Lacey. Thank you for those updates, Billy V. Let's take a look at our first alert drive times. Things are still moving very smoothly. We've been checking through the camera, cycling through from the west to the east, and things are moving very lightly. 30 minutes to get you from Mililani to downtown. About a 30-minute drive as you head into town from the west in Makakilo, and a light 20-minute drive out of Hawaii Kai. Taking a look at the flow map, not much changes since our last report. Things remain green. I've got no first alerts to issue right now. No road closures, thankfully. No major problems as you head out the door. That's the latest on your traffic. Stephen Grace, back over to you. All right, thanks, Lacey. Thanks, Billy. Hawaii residents die of certain liver infections and cancer at a higher rate than the rest of the United States. That's according to new data analysis from the State Department of Health, and it found that in 2019, local residents died of hepatitis B and nearly three times the national average, with Asians and Pacific Islanders particularly at risk. <laughs> Liver cancer death rates here are also higher. The report calls for additional research, testing, and outreach programs to the communities that are most affected. The state has partnered with Hep Free Hawaii, which aims to eliminate hepatitis A, B, and C in the state by 2030. Drinking alcohol up to three months before pregnancy can still increase the risk of fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. That's according to a new study published in the journal Human Reproduction. The disorder can alter the baby's face during pregnancy. Researchers say that they were able to detect those facial changes even in mothers who drank small amounts of alcohol prior to becoming pregnant. Truck drivers can be among the first line of defense when it comes to rescuing victims of human trafficking. Training is now being offered around the country, and as Christian Benavidez reports, it is making a difference. Robert DeRoy drives his rider truck up to 100 miles a day on Florida roads, always on the lookout for signs of distress. We're in a truck, we're higher so we can see better inside, so you can see if anything, you know, seems out of order. Florida has launched a broad initiative to offer training to every commercial truck driver, teaching them to spot human trafficking, criminal activity that often happens at rest areas and truck stops. Let's say um, vehicle going to corner, dropping people uh, behind trailers, seeing people knocking on doors, like trying to get their attention for prostitution. DeRoy says one thing he looks for is hand signals. Explain that to me. What is that? The sign is uh, what they teach kids at school. If they're in distress, they raise their hand, they fold their thumb inside the palm, and they wrap their finger around it. There is a push to get more truckers and bus drivers this training so they can put it to use while out on the road. 
Stephanie Wickey is a rider marketing executive and Truckers Against Trafficking board member. The nonprofit has trained more than one and a half million drivers. How critical is it for these drivers to be trained? I think as far as what TAT's mission is, it is critical. It's led to thousands of calls into the hotline, into local law enforcement, which has led to hundreds of victim recovery. So it's working. The effort is picking up momentum with a handful of states implementing trucker training programs. Wiki's goal is to see it required by law across the country. We don't want to believe that other human beings are capable of, of you know, just evil and egregious acts, but they are. D-Roy says he loves being on the road, and if it allows him to help another human being, the reward will last a lifetime. Cristian Benavides, CBS News, Miami. 517, it's Wednesday on Sunrise on KT. No, it's Thursday, isn't it? Is this Thursday? It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Thursday. Yes, we, we have two sources over here that say it's Thursday <laughs> on Sunrise on KGMB, KHNL, and K5. Don't take us back. <laughs> Still ahead, future housing for local veterans. We'll be right back. Spotlight Now brings you in-depth interviews with newsmakers around the state on key issues facing our community. Spotlight Now, Tuesdays at 1 and 7 on K5. Sponsored by the Hawaii Executive Collaborative.